Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I'm Lauren Sweeney, and I'm your host today. We are excited to have Sigrun here. She is going to bring you some insight on really how to launch into seven figures and how to be your best. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is all the way from Switzerland, and she's on a, miss a mission to accelerate gender equality through female entrepreneurship. She is the leading business mentor for female online entrepreneurs in Europe, the TEDx, and the host of the Sigrun Show podcast, which I know we'll talk more about. She's originally from Iceland, and she spent more than half her life outside her home country. She's been in the UK. She's been in Germany and Switzerland. When she was a young girl, she was always drawn to leadership roles. So despite having zero business background or nor the education, she made a life-changing phone call and asked, see, it's about the ask, to become the CEO of a software company shortly after finishing her master's degree in architecture. And guess what? She landed the job. 10 years ago, 10 years later now, and three more master's degrees, several CEO roles later, she found that she could help others. And by being on our podcast today, that is exactly what she's going to do. Sigrun, we are honored and excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Absolutely. Well, your journey is really amazing. And I know you built multiple seven-figure coaching businesses. And our audience is all about entrepreneurship. Or they're about taking that risk. Maybe it's asking for that promotion. It's doing something outside their comfort zone. Talk to me about what you're doing now and what you love most about it. So pretty much seven years ago, uh, I found out that I had to start my own business. Uh, I had lost my job twice in two years. I had been sick for seven months. I got repetitive strain injury. And uh, when I came finally to the unemployment office, I had to actually kind of swallow my pride to go there in the first place. They told me uh, in no other words than you are an unemployable, uh, highly educated, highly experienced. Uh, I had been a CEO for 10 years. I had four master's degrees. And they said, this is a pretty hopeless situation. You need to consider possibly other options. And first, I was in shock because I thought, well, I have a very varied background. I originally studied architecture. Then I went into computer science, but then I landed uh, this job that you talked about and I realized business is my thing. I benefit from computer science, obviously running an online business. I benefit from architecture because I feel building businesses is not so far away from building houses. And I'm way more creative in this job than I was ever as an architect. And uh, there I found myself uh, without a job 
uh, still feeling uh, not healthy. I had not fully recovered. And they're telling me, you know, you got to start your own business. And I got a bit support doing that, which was great. And in the beginning, I was like, what is this business about? And uh, for 18 months, I was overthinking my business idea. If anyone has read the book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, you know That's what I'm talking book. about. And like the idea or what you should be doing is within you. It's not outside. And I was always searching for that business idea. I thought I would, you know, discover some magic way of doing something. I was thinking of products I could sell, other people products or develop my own products. And there was nothing coming. It was not happening in the shower, not on a walk, nothing. <laughs> and uh, one day I got so frustrated with myself. I'm like, what do I constantly have on my mind? You know, finding your passion, your true passion and the right business idea. I'm like, I'm going to start to blog about that. And then a couple of months into the blogging, I realized I was a successful CEO. I have an MBA from London Business School, which I did after I became CEO because I had no business education prior. And I was like, it's right in front of me. I am good at this. I can help others. I had also been a business consultant on the side, so I knew I could help others. I was helping people with their business plans. Uh, and first, that was my idea that I should just be a business consultant, you know, the traditional type. And I started doing that for one client. And I was like, no, I don't want it. Because you write a plan for someone, but then you have no idea if they actually do it. And in most cases, they don't follow your plan. So I'm like, why? Why should I be spending my time doing it, even if I get paid for it? Mm -hmm. And I realized that coaching, that was the thing. Then I could help someone and I could see them implemented. I could see the results of my help. And so January 2014, uh, just over seven years ago, I finally bit the bullet. I realized this is what I can do. It's within me. I don't need uh, to find something. It is already here. And I started one-on-one -on -one coaching like so many coaches start. And ultimately, I went to group coaching after a year. And it wasn't until in my fourth year that I created a really scalable signature program. Signature means that it's the thing, the thing that I want to be known for. I called it Samba, Sigrun's uh, Online MBA. I was kind I of love that. Uh, and I could trademark it because no one was using it. I've actually trademarked Sigrun and Samba. Nice. And now uh, we have just achieved uh, $10 million in total revenue. Uh, in a little bit over seven years and more than half of it is through uh, my signature program the course the 10-week course that I now offer and uh, then I have other products like group coaching and masterminds but yeah it was all because um, I was unemployable <laughs> <laughs> isn't that interesting that it becomes a blessing right that something that you thought is you're going to the unemployment office, which in and of itself, you had to swallow some pride there. And then here you are and you build something that's yours. And you think, do I really have it in me, even though I have all the credentials? And you realize, ah, 
I've already been a CEO. I already made the ask. You also realize what's so important is what you enjoyed and what you didn't enjoy. So some people may enjoy just making the business plan, no matter if people don't implement it. And you enjoy following someone along. You enjoy really helping them create that sustainable success. So what if somebody is listening to you and they also have a dream in their heart? They also want to make that ask for a promotion. Maybe they're listening and they're in one or two. They're in a pivotal spot. What recommendation would you give to them that kind of pushed you to say in the beginning, you know, I want to be the CEO of your company when you were finishing that first master's? Yeah. Well, you know, the lizard brain, the negative voice in our head does a very good job at, you know, holding us back. Uh, but there is a sign when you should still go for it. It's when the fear uh, has this exciting feeling to it. You're like, you're excited about doing it, but you're still scared. And then you have to go for it. Also, another way to figure out if you really should go for it, whether it's entrepreneurship or a career move, is you you shut it off. Like, that's what I did. I was like, huh, that's a crazy idea to ask for the CEO job. I don't have any qualifications, no business background. So I shut the idea off. But the next day it popped up again and then the next day it popped up again so it's like uh, you can compare it to a butterfly that flies around and then it sits on your shoulder and is trying to get your attention and talk to you and you're like ah, no this is not for me this is too like this promotion is too high or entrepreneurship is too scary but ideas that come back again and again, they are worth paying attention to. And at some point, you just got to jump. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're never ready. We're never ready. There's nobody going to give you a sign like, now you're ready. It's exactly the feeling of not being ready. You 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 jump and the net appears. Or like we would say in Iceland, uh, you know, like you, you jump into the you, you jump into the pool, into the deep end, and you, you, you you'll figure out how to swim. I had no clue how to be a CEO. I had no idea how it was to be an entrepreneur, but you don't know until you do it. There is no manual for these types of promotions or new things in our life. Of course, we can get coaching, we can get support, but you still need to take the decision to do it. And it's when uh, the excitement is a little bit more than the fear. And when the idea comes again and again, one thing to pay attention to, though, if you constantly push your ideas away, they do go away. There mm -hmm. comes a point where the idea, if you want to say, uh, you know, butterfly, it goes to the next person. You know, if I wouldn't have made that phone call. Actually, this was a, uh, a crucial moment. Uh, I come to work one day on a Friday and the company has been sold. It's a small software company. And uh, some uh, wealthy guy had sold all his companies. He's kind of like, I'm fed up with the Icelandic tax authorities. I'm just moving to London and I've sold all my companies. Now, this company was the smallest company of them all. So nobody was paying attention to it. Uh, they were all thinking about the bigger companies, like who are we going to hire as a CEO? How are we going to fund this, finance this, all that stuff? So we were sitting there like, we have new owners, but they're not talking to us. Uh, and I knew that the current CEO would leave. And I was like, 
I don't want a new boss. Like I've been only one year in the company, but I felt it was my place. It was my home. It was my business family. And I didn't want any changes. So that's why the idea with the CEO came up was just that I didn't want any new people there. I, I was like, yeah. we are doing fine. And the current CEO wasn't so involved in the day-to-day -day business. So I started to think like, what if, what if yeah. I put myself forward? I figured out how to do it. I had to write a memo of two pages current situation of the company and where we where the industry is going growth potential i was like i had not done but an mba so i kind of like you know was yeah. winging it but obviously i did a okay job at least i didn't hear otherwise but i still didn't hear anything so three weeks have passed since the company has been sold i've put myself forward with this memo all over email i haven't spoken to anyone no one has spoken to me i take one day of work to study for an exam. I was doing computer science on the side. I am at home. It's around noon. I get a phone call from my sister who was working with me at the software company. That's how I got the idea to work there in the first place. And she said, the new owner was here. And I was like, oh, no, you know, you're there applying for a job and they come and take a look at the company they just bought and you're not even there. I thought, wow, I have lost the opportunity of a lifetime to kind of, you know, say hi and, and put my name forward because who knows, maybe he doesn't have my memo because it was a different person. It wasn't the same person that I had been trying to approach. I thought if I don't do anything about this today, then I've lost my chance. And sometimes those moments are the best because then the fear, it, it doesn't have a chance. You're like, you're, you can't, it doesn't have much time. Yeah. No, there's no time. Like you either do it now or you forget about it. And so uh, that exam went out of the window. I, I think I did okay job, but I could not study for it. I went uh, and did a couple of phone calls to try to get a hold of this person who apparently was the new owner of the company. I am able to get his mobile phone number after lying a little bit, you know, like, why do I need to call him? Because, you know, it's not so easy to get mobile phone numbers uh, of, of, of busy people. I call him up and I say, hi, I'm Sigrun. I heard you visited the company and, you know, I'm at home. I took a day off and uh, I don't know what I said. I was, uh, it's all in a blur. I just know that I picked up the phone and I called and something went on and he said, can you meet me in half an hour in this coffee place? And I'm like, yeah. Wow. And half an hour later, I'm sitting there with him and his lawyer. They're asking me loads of questions. I cannot answer half of them, but I'm eagerly, you know, putting myself forward. I said, I told them I have a budget prepared. He wants me to send it over. And I'm like, should I just send him a budget? And he has not hired me yet. You know, I was like these thoughts. And I did send the budget over. Long story short, a couple of weeks later, I'm hired. Wow. You know, it's amazing that you talked about the fear. And when you just go, go for it, right? That fear doesn't have time to settle. And so I think that's also speaks to having a coach 
or watching that monkey chatter, watching the voices and noticing it. I like to think of it as like catching it like a mosquito. Just catch it and then let it go and move on and move in the direction that you know is right. Also, you wanted to be CEO. I can relate to that because you wanted ownership. You didn't want the rug to be pulled out underneath you. You wanted to be able to be there and show up. So I just love that. I think, talk to me a little bit about the podcast and if people want to talk more with you, how they can connect with you. Yeah, so I have been running a podcast since 2017. It has over 450 episodes. I share my whole business journey from zero to multiple seven figures. And now we've made over eight figures in total revenue. And really from a place of transparency, I openly share my numbers uh, in the hope to inspire other people. It's, 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 it's not about bragging. It's really we women need to talk more about making money and yeah. normalize it that uh, it is okay to make a lot of money. What do you do with the money? that I also share. Uh, most of it goes into paying the team and paying for Facebook ads and all that stuff. But uh, finally this year, uh, I've been doing, starting some investing, paying. Uh, I started a real estate company. I also share kind of what's happening on the sidelines. I interview a lot of interesting people as well. And I always focus on why do you do what you do? Like what's your journey to this point? And then there is some teaching involved i i really want to give my listeners step-by-step processes so that's all always what my guests need to do as well so yeah you can find sigrun show on all the typical channels spotify and apple podcasts and everywhere else where there is a podcast awesome it's sig run show so if you're listening and you're not seeing our visuals on our facebook channel it's s-i-g-r-u-n and also her website is the same thing her first name so it's www.sigrun s-i-g-r-u-n.com you can contact her there find out how she's empowering female entrepreneurs, how she's creating some amazing things. Well, Sigrun, we always love to ask a question at the end, towards the end of the show. What does Rise Up For You mean to you? To me, it is like, you know, you're, you're, you're going up this mountain of becoming a better version of yourself or actually the best version of yourself. And I know you mentioned it too, but to me, even before you said it, I was like, yes, that's exactly what it means to me. Uh, and uh, it's the little things at the end of the day. I can just think of it right now that I'm, uh, you know, I bought a Peloton and I'm uh, having too. Personal- <laughs> <laughs> we should do a ride together. <laughs> I'm a personal trainer too. And my husband told me like, when are you going to quit the personal trainer? I'm like, uh, I'm going to do both for now because health is wealth like if we don't have our health we have nothing i was sick for six weeks earlier this year i told you already i was sick for seven months ten years ago uh even though i'm not a sporty person this is what we need to pay attention to and if you can focus on becoming more healthy like what can you do every day to be a more healthier person and then it starts to spill over to the rest of your life as well I love that. Absolutely. We always talk about ourselves as a whole person. And then we're, you know, the six pillars, our health, 
our money, our relationships, our career, all of it going together to be able to move us forward. Well, Sigrun, really amazing work that you're doing. And I love that you're transparent about the work you're doing. So the more we talk about it, the more it normalizes and people think, why not me? I want to do that too. So thank you for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. And remember, if somebody can do it, you can do it too. Oh, I love that. Doesn't that just inspire you thinking about seven figures and then now eight figures, what she's been able to do and then giving it to others as well. Well, I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. If you would like to download our free success kit, you can do that at riseupforyou.com slash success kit. I will see you on the next episode.